Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I am back from my little two or three day hiatus, and I'm with Jerry as usual. Today, we're going to be talking about the Eagles offseason preview. So, what we would like to see ahead of this offseason. Now, it's going to be a busy offseason in certain aspects, but in other aspects, it might not be because we don't really have any money. So, how are you, Jerry? I'm doing good. How's the weather down in Florida? Uh, it's rainy and windy. Uh, it's been pretty beautiful for the most part, except for today. But I'm definitely I'm happy sure to be here. Yeah, I'm sure it's better than uh, the snow that we're supposed to be getting in South Jersey uh, tomorrow. So Yeah. And, consider yourself lucky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And some perks with me being able to be down here. Obviously, this little sidetrack, so it's only going to take two seconds. I probably will be able to give you guys some live spring training updates as we go. Uh, you know, Jerry told you while I'm down here. I have a family member, my father, that works for the Phillies. So I'll keep you guys tuned. But let's get to the Eagles now. Uh, let's start with Carson Wentz. Jerry, break down this contract real quickly for us, and then we'll talk about its circumstances. Yeah, so everyone knows that Wentz is getting paid a lot. But basically for the next four years, if he were to stay with the Eagles, he'd be getting paid at least $30 million a year. Um, like closer to $35 million. Now, it's become pretty obvious that he's not going to be with the Eagles for very long. They can't release him because that would just cost them more money against their cap space. They're already $49 million underneath the cap, which they need to make that up somehow, and cutting Wentz would only add on to that negative figure. So if they want to get rid of him, they have to trade him. Um, trading him is not ideal either, but they only have to eat up like $30 million of that contract, and the team that they're trading him to would pay the other. Um, they, he would be getting paid about $25 million annually for four years, so about $100 million total. And then the, or the Eagles are eating up the rest of that contract, which is like $34 million. Um, so trading him, I think it's obviously he's going to be traded. It's going to hurt the Eagles a little bit, but not. it's not the worst. They can still uh, kind of recover for it because – that $34 million that's counting against their cap space, it's only for one year. So pretty much they're going to have, they're going to be tight on money this year, but next year things will be a little bit better. Yeah. And trading him is definitely the right way to go, but there's a couple problems. We're actually getting some value apparently into some offers for Wentz, which I'm kind of shocked about, you know, the bears obviously so far, I think have had the best offer, you know, that's been linked to Cohen, uh, Nick Foles and first round pick, I believe. But the only problem with what we're getting in return is we're getting value at positions we don't need. Like, to break that down, we don't really need Nick Foles. So he'll be there for veteran leadership. Tariq Cohen, I like Cohen, but he's got a semi-larger contract, so that's why he's included. Uh, he just came off an ACL surgery, and he's he's good. I like him, but, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And the first round pick, obviously, is value. Uh, but, you know, the Colts obviously are in on that, too. But, I mean... Jalen Hurts is going to be the start of this year. Otherwise, or unless in the draft and pick a quarterback, which we'll get into that in a few minutes. But, Jerry, let me ask you a question. Who do you think is going to end up getting Wentz in, the, in trade? Yeah, I think that the Bears and the Colts are the only realistic landing spots because they're two teams that have enough cap space to take his contract, and they both need a quarterback. The Bears, I mean, not that I'm – not that I would be mad that he gets traded to the Bears, but I don't I don't think the Bears would be making a very smart move to trade for Carson Wentz. You look at their problem at quarterback for the last few years, it's been Mitchell Trubisky and his struggles to be, like, accurate, you know. Like, he can't just throw passes into his receiver's hands, and that's kind of been Carson Wentz's problem too. So 
I mean, there's obviously reports. You have to take those with a grain of salt because they're not always going to be 100% true. But mostly from what I've been seeing, it's the Colts and the Bears making offers. And it seems like somehow uh, both teams are willing to give up at least a first-round pick for him and like possibly a first-round pick and a second-round pick. Um, so they're going to get at least a, a high pick or two for Wentz. It seems like that anyways. Uh, I would still be surprised if that happens because I don't understand why anyone would want to do that. But, you know, the Eagles, I think it's clear that they're entering a rebuild. They can't win a championship or even come close to it with the roster they have now. Like, good teams don't win four games. The Eagles won four games last year. Um, so you can't just expect them to turn it all around in one year. Uh, this year is going to be definitely more of a rebuilding year, and hopefully they get some draft picks so they can – utilize and start to rebuild the roster with yeah and the thing with the Wentz trade now it's been a week or two since the rumors are starting to get a little strong apparently that I mean I've seen reports that this definitely has to be true because I can only imagine I know the Bears I don't know about the Colts but the Bears are going a little unhappy now because they feel the Eagles are overvaluing Wentz and they're waiting too long <laughs> I agree with them and with the Colts Apparently, they're not willing to upgrade their offer. I'm sure their offer is a little a little worse than the Bears, but it might be better in some circumstances because we might not need to take on a contract like Tariq Cohen's, who probably won't even get that many snaps. But with the way that we play, Miles Sanders, you know, he only gets like 15 attempts a game. <laughs> he might get some attempts, but different coaches coming in and everything. Uh, but, Jer, I... I'm not going to lie, I am really shocked that even the Bears and the Colts are interested in this guy. There is so many different options on the table, and he's not even off the table. Why not let him play a couple games with Philly, who let's see how it works. Let Philly get stuck with him. This is the Philly's problem. It gets even more of a problem if they can't trade him. It's just, I don't know why they see interest in this guy. The, The Bears... Go out and get somebody in the draft. There's be- I'd rather have Mac Jones. I'd rather have almost every other quarterback in the draft. I mean, I've, who wouldn't rather have him? But I'm talking like anyone. I'd rather have Kyle Trask. I'd rather have literally anybody. Just puts you in a better spot salary-wise. The Colts, I, I don't know. Just let him play a few games. I can see a little more why the Colts would want him, but I just don't agree with them trying to go out and get him now. I mean, I'm thankful because, God, I want him out of Philly so bad. Yeah, and I I really don't understand the, the fact that there's interest for this guy. I would think, like, going into this, like, at the end of last season, if you asked me what Wentz would be traded for, I would say we're probably trading Wentz along with, like, a higher pick in return for a lower pick. So, like, the Eagles are giving up more value than they're getting back just for someone to take on his contract. Um, that's apparently not the case, though. I think the Colts, I kind of understand why they're interested. I I mean, there's definitely better options out there. You could, some like some people might assume that Matt Ryan could be on the hot seat and with the Falcons having a high pick and all the quarterbacks in this draft class. Um, I think that if you're the Eagles front office and the Colts or the Bears, whoever it is, if they're offering you a second round pick it, and nothing else, just a second round pick for Wentz, I am accepting that in a heartbeat. I, that's all I need to hear. Just get Wentz out of here. And if we're getting a top 50 pick in the draft for that, then that is a, a major win for the Eagles. That's a win-win situation for us. Yeah, uh, the bottom line here, you know, if we like to get statistical, I could see Wentz having a 33% chance of being gone by the end. 
but in within seven days. I think the trades are trade talks are really starting to heat up. Within two weeks, I say it's like sixty percent. I don't say he lasts three weeks anymore with the Eagles. I just don't think it's possible. So Eagles fans, get ready. The trade I think is going to happen soon. Uh, let's transition now and talk about Zach Ertz for a little bit, which has been in package talks with Ertz and Wentz. You know, the Seahawks have been interested in Ertz. They definitely haven't been interested in Wentz, even though they've been apparently fielding offers for Russell Wilson, which we'll not get into right now. Uh, but Zach Ertz, you know, the Eagles did what I said. You know, I'm obviously no GM. Uh, back in week five, week six, you can go listen to the podcast. At least I believe I said it in them. I said the Eagles should trade Zach Ertz. This is their time before his value starts to go down because he wasn't doing that much. And all of a sudden he gets hurt. He gets placed on IR. Now he can't be traded past trade deadline. And all of a sudden he just looks like he's not a very good tight end anymore. Now obviously has value. And now we're probably, if maybe at best, I don't even see us getting a first round pick from at best, maybe a second round pick and another player. Uh, back then I think we could have got a first round pick for sure. And that kind of pisses me off because we really should have traded him, I think. Yeah, Ertz's cap number for this year, it's about $12 million, which makes him, like, within the top 10 highest-paid tight ends. Uh, so he's getting paid a pretty decent amount for a tight end and a guy who's injury-prone, um, just hasn't been super productive lately. Uh, so it would be kind of hard to trade his contract. But if they do trade him, that's $12 million that the Eagles don't have to worry about. Um I, I mentioned earlier, they're negative $49 million in the cap right now, so any contract you get off of is is good. And I think that they're definitely going to be interested in trading Ertz because you don't have a need for him on this team. You have Dallas Goddard uh, backing up, backing him up, and he's probably more talented than Ertz at this point. Ertz is injury-prone, and they really just don't need him on the team. So I think that it, it's pretty obvious he'll get traded this offseason. Uh, the question is what they're getting in return for him. Yeah, uh, I could see him going to the Seahawks. You know, the Seahawks are in need of a tight end. Uh, Greg Olson retired. I mean, he wasn't even the be- the biggest weapon for them anyway at that point. But Ertz's contract, it's, you know, it's not too, too bad. Nowhere near Wentz's caliber contract. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love Ertz. But at this point, I don't even care anymore. You know, trade everyone. This is a big all season for the Eagles. We can run down the list of all the guys that are going to be gone this year. It's gonna it's gonna take forever. There's gonna be so many guys that are cut, released, same thing, traded, and just are not getting re-signed. And we could go into that list forever. But there's not gonna be many guys left from that Super Bowl championship that we had back in 2017. Uh, but Zach Ertz, he definitely doesn't have as much value anymore, like you said, and it, it really is disappointing. Um, so I am really excited this year uh, with this rebuilding mode. There's two years in football that really, in all sports, that really interest me. Not during the season, but before the season. I love watching a team rebuild, especially if it's my team. You know, obviously it's not a good, like it's not a good show because you know that means they're no longer a contender. But I love to see what our team does to rebuild. So that's why I'm really excited. And then obviously when you're contending, so Terry, I'm I'm really interested to see what we can do this year. Yeah, it might be a long season for some people, but I'm telling you, like, watching the Sixers back when they were terrible, it's some of my favorite, like, times watching the Sixers. Like, you know you're going to lose pretty much every game, but it's just fun to watch. It's fun to watch young players develop. Um, So uh, if you're a guy that doesn't like watching your team lose, then I, I have sad news for you. The Eagles are not going to be doing a lot of winning this season. 
Um, they're probably going to be in full tank mode. And you mentioned that a lot of guys are going to get cut, and that's true for a, a ton of NFL teams. Um, because with COVID, the cap salary kind of got messed up. You know, they lost a lot of revenue, not having as many fans in the stadium. So what's going to happen is that teams, there's going to be a lot of teams that are over the cap. You look at the Saints, you look at um, the Texans, there's just going to be guys getting cut left and right, like good players who normally wouldn't get cut. And they're going to have to re-sign elsewhere for cheaper contracts. So maybe the Eagles can pick up a few uh, steals in that whole mess going on but it'll be kind of hard for them to sign anyone considering that they're another one of those teams that's negative in the cap space and has a lot of work to do and real quick Jer, i'm there is a scenario in my mind where i actually think we might be able to win at least seven games this year and that you know that's that would be huge considering where we are at this team uh if you look at the year before now obviously we had a quarterback in developing and was about to be an almost MVP until he tore his ACL. You look at the 2016 season, you know, we weren't very good. We were not very good. And then we went into a quick little rebuild process, just a quick little one. You know, we got rid of a few things. We got, we added a few tools and then all of a sudden we win the Super Bowl. So I, I don't see us winning the Super Bowl next year, but I could see us possibly winning seven, eight, maybe nine games and maybe even sneaking in the playoffs. I'm not counting on it and don't count on Eagles fans, but that, you know, never say never. Yeah, I I see a top 10 pick in the Eagles' future for um, like 2021, 20, 22. But it's really easy for an NFL team to go from like a nobody to a contender in just one year. You see it happen all the time. These teams come up out of nowhere from having like seven. Like, look at the Buccaneers. They were seven and nine the year before. Obviously, he signed Tom Brady. But who says the Eagles can't sign like a good quarterback just randomly and build a good team? It, you know, there's a lot of situations. It's, it's not like. Eagles fans just strap in for a five-year rebuild where they're going to lose um, 10 games every single year for the next five years, but it's probably going to be a long year coming up. Yep. So now let's get into a possible couple of draft picks that we would be kind of interested in. Uh, so obviously we have the sixth pick of the draft and we'll start with how we're going to assume that we're not going to trade up or trade down. I don't know why we would trade down, but uh, my main guy that I would like to get Devonte Smith, I doubt he will be out on the table, depending on how smart the Dolphins are. You know, the Dolphins at Panay Sewell's um, up there, they're probably going to take him, and who wouldn't? But if Panay Sewell is gone, which means the Panthers are taking him in at number two, then I could definitely see the Dolphins getting Devontae Smith. But Devontae Smith, you know, he's a really good wide receiver, won the Heisman. Imagine if the Eagles got Justin Jefferson last year, then this may not have been a big problem at wide receiver but we are in dire need of one. But, you know, the Dolphins, if Panay Sewell's gone, they should take Devontae Smith just because of the Tua and Smith connection. But, you know, some could argue Jamar Chase, which I think there's a chance he'll be up there too. Uh, I'm a Smith guy, though. Yeah. Um, honestly, the Eagles have a lot of holes in their team, and Devontae Smith is a top-10 talent. I just think, like, there's some cons- there's some red flags on him, and we'll get more into like the draft prospects and all that stuff. We'll do a we'll do like a pre-draft uh, episode. So this is kind of like briefly going over, but I think the Eagles should definitely be interested in taking a wide receiver like Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. Whether I think at least one of those guys should be on the board at six. Um, it's possible they're both gone. I could also see a scenario where the Eagles trade up, and uh, I believe. It was PFF's Austin Gale, I think his name is. He came out with a mock draft 
just the other day where the Eagles traded up to number four with the Falcons and they took Justin Fields. Um, a lot of Eagles fans that I saw like in the comments of that Instagram post were really angry at it, but I listened to his reasoning on it. And basically what he said is like, Justin Fields is better than Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are nowhere near like it's not like if you pick at six and you take Devontae Smith then next year you're going to be good that's not going to happen you might as well you're like I said you're in for a rebuild you might as well get the most important position addressed because we don't know how good Jalen Hurts is going to be if they're trading up and getting a guy like Justin Fields I mean Justin Fields is obviously better than Hurts like I don't think you can really make a case for Hurts being a better player than fields and he won yeah he played good for like that five game stretch at the end of the season but uh what can we we really take from that like fields is going to be a top three top five pick uh hurts won in the second round for a reason i think that that would be something that the eagles should definitely consider trading up to get a quarterback like fields maybe even wilson yeah and by the way you know i said panthers second overall pick uh i don't know what i was saying jets um but yeah you know the quarterback, like you said, it's we're not going to be able to win just because if we take a wide receiver, a good defender this year. It's not going to do much. You know, it's obviously going to contribute. Uh, if you're going to ask the professional GM side of my brain, I am not picking a quarterback unless I trade up. I mean, I would love to trade up, but I'm I'm saying realistically. But if you're asking the Madden franchise side of my brain, the brain, my brain that says, let's go get a quarterback. You know, I, I love that kind of picks. And, you know, I don't. I definitely wouldn't disagree with it. I would not come at the organization for it. If we draft Trey Lance, which there's no way in hell we'd do it, but if we do, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a lot of heat coming to the Eagles, but that's, I'm not worried about that. I don't think that's happening at all. But yeah, how could you not want to take quarterback? I would prefer to take Wilson over Fields, honestly, but either one I would like. But now let's talk about this. Let's do three categories. Uh, Your top overall choice in the draft to take and then one defender, if you would rather have a, like, uh, if we would take a defender. Uh, and then one guy on offense. So I already told you my number one, I'm going to go Devontae Smith. My offensive guy, I'm going Zach Wilson. So there's two of my answers. Uh, Jerry, let's hear from you. Let's hear from your all around guy, the guy that you would I think like that the most. The Eagles should trade up and get a quarterback, first of all. At six, if he can fall, I want Jamar Chase. I think he's the best receiver in the draft. You look at what he did as a 19-year-old in college two years ago. Um, I just think that his talent, he could be like a generational talent. And to pass on him as the Eagles, who struggled at wide receiver so much in the past five years, uh, would be a massive mistake. Um, And wide receiver is one of the most important positions in the NFL. I think that they should either take him or Devontae Smith because wide receiver is an issue. It's one of the most important positions. I also said the quarterback thing, I think that if Justin Fields falls past number three and the Falcons are interested in trading down with you and you don't have to give up a whole lot of value because you're moving up from like six to four, I think they should take Justin Fields or whoever it is, Zach Wilson, that falls just because quarterback is even more valuable than wide receiver. Um, but if we're looking on the defensive side, I could see the Eagles taking quarterback. There's not really any cornerbacks worth that top six pick, but maybe they trade down and they take – like a guy like Caleb Farley, who I think could be a really good cornerback in the NFL, and Micah Parsons, who he's – there's some reports that he has off-field issues, but he's – if all that's fine, the Penn State linebacker, if the Eagles can get him, I think just in terms of his talent, he's a top-five talent, 
and he would be a great addition to the Eagles' defense. Yeah, I can't argue with any of those choices. For my uh, player on defense, I would take I would take Micah Parsons as well. Uh, there's one guy that I, I do disagree with their claim. If he's up there, if you know, there's only five choices ahead of us. But let's say Zach Wilson. Actually, no, that it wouldn't make any sense. So it's definitely going to be a very good top five talent up. Uh, the very last choice I would say for the number six overall pick that we would have in mind is Patrick Sertain. I, I like him, but he would be my runner-up to Micah Parsons to draft, and I don't even want to draft a defender and with our pick. So he would be like my fourth option. So that, that would definitely not be my, my guy. But that would be, you know, we need corners, so, you know. Yeah, cornerback is like another one of those positions that are like pretty valuable. One good corner can – help your defense so much so like like I said like certain I don't think he's a top six guy but like trading down trading up are definitely options and you could trade down with maybe the 49ers who are interested in moving up to take Trey Lance and get a quarterback uh that's a need that they have and then at 12 you take a guy like Caleb Farley Patrick certain and address the cornerback problem but um as long as the Eagles are getting so invaluable hopefully they don't waste this number six overall pick um, I th- I think there's a lot of options. It's, it's a talented draft class and not many ways that they could go wrong. Let us know your thoughts on the Eagles offseason outlook. And we'll definitely be coming out with some more stuff as free agency gets closer, as the draft gets closer. Uh, I'm sure Carson Wentz will be traded soon. So as soon as he is traded, we'll definitely hop on and do a podcast about that. Um, but keep tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.